thank you in the house of the Lord. And especially thankful that you're here at Landmark Baptist Church. And we welcome those live streaming from Landmark Baptist Church in Atlanta, Georgia. We pray God to bless you also. We want to go Lord in prayer today. I don't have anybody special. We're thankful that Stephanie is able to be back with us. And pray that she'll soon get well. Any others that are sick, I don't know about it if they are. But uh, pray the Lord to see fit to go with them. Brother Sam, would you lead us? Thank you, brother. If you have your Bibles this morning, uh, let's, let's stand and uh, I want to read to you in 1 Kings, the 14th chapter, and I'm also going to read to you in Isaiah, the 38th chapter. Let's all stand as we honor God's Word and, and, uh, in uh, 1 Kings. The 14th chapter, I'm going to read verse 9. Now listen to this. But hast thou, hast, I'm sorry, but hast, hast thou done evil above, above all that were before thee? For thou hast gone and made thee another other gods, the molten images, to provoke me to anger and Hast cast me behind thy back. And then over in the book of uh, Isaiah, the 38th chapter, the 17th verse, he says, Behold, for peace I had great bitterness, but thou hast in love of my soul delivered it from the pit of corruption. For thou hast cast all my sin behind thy back. Well, the title of my message today is Behind Thy Back. Um, let's go, Lord, in prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you again for the day. Thank you for the blessings of it. Lord, I pray that you'll go with us. Thankful for those that have come out this morning. We pray for those who aren't here. We don't know if they're traveling, but... We know that traveling is a dangerous thing anymore. Lord, I pray that you'll see fit to bring them, get them wherever they're going safely and bring them back safely to us. Go 
with us, Lord, and take care of us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You may be seated. I haven't mentioned it, but uh, Sovereign Grace Baptist Church is having a meeting on the 25th, and I'm invited to it, but uh, there's nobody going that's uh, taking me down there, then uh, I'm just going to have to tell them I can't come, because <clears throat> I can't trust myself driving down there, not with the Sometimes with the conditions I have. But anyway, y'all remember them in prayer and pray for them. And pray that the Lord will see fit to bless them. Uh, behind thy back. I don't know. Brother Sam knows about this. Uh, but always in the military, you always have somebody watch you back. You have to have them. Uh, somebody to watch you back. And... Uh, this is one of those things that the Lord used this as a chastisement uh, for those who did not, uh, those who, who put him behind their back. There are some, there is something, there are some amazing facts to these two texts. In the first text, God is speaking to a king. In the second text, a king is speaking to God. That's um, 1 Kings 14 and Isaiah 38. A, a king is speaking to God. In the first, a sinner is seen casting God behind his back. In the second... God is seen not casting the sinner, but casting all, all of his sins, all of the sinner's sins behind his back. God is so loving and so merciful with a repenting sinner. Now, there are some more amazing facts, and we look very closely to this text. The sinner casting God behind his back. This statement speaks of Jeroboam, who was a close follower. Now, let me get this now. He was a close follower of the Lord, uh, Jehovah God. He was so close to Jehovah God that he named his firstborn Abijah. Abijah has a twofold meaning. Abijah, Abijah means first meaning is God in one one is Jehovah is my father the second meaning of Abijah means second is Jehovah God is my desire now you wouldn't think that somebody like that would ever go against God but he did Jeroboam did go against God and that's what we're going to talk about mostly today when Jeroboam became king, he did a terrible thing. He took counsel with himself and left the Lord out of it. You know, this is when this is when a person makes a decision on his or her own 
without seeking God to to uh, lead them in that decision. I don't, I don't think we as God's children should make any decision in our life that we don't seek God first to make sure that everything's going to be okay. We don't just go out on our own and uh, not seek God first. That's what Jeroboam did. Jeroboam uh, went out on his own and he, he made decisions, but he he, he didn't. That's one one terrible things he did. Counsel with himself, he left the Lord out of it. Jeroboam knew in his heart that he had sinned against the Lord. Jehovah God sent him a warning through his firstborn son. What did God do? God struck him down with a terrible disease. That's his firstborn son. Now, we think that God won't chastise. God will chastise. Jeroboam is, is, is here, is here as, a, as, as an example that God does strike even sometimes our children. Let me ask you today, could there be a more damning charge against one, someone that they would strike their child down? That's exactly what God did to Jeroboam. Could could there secondly could God lay a more damning charge at our door? Sure he can, yes. He can do it at our door too. We we don't you know if 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 you don't get uh, uh, chastised then you're uh, then you you've uh, something wrong. You know, if, 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 if the chastisement doesn't come our way, there's something wrong. And we need to realize that and be warned of that. And, and God told Jeremiah, Thou hast cast me behind thy back. Just forgot about me. You, you cast me behind my back. Well, God did his only begotten son same way God cast him behind his back and, and and as a result of that he died on Calvary's tree but he did it for us he did it for all, all of everyone that uh, he had chosen before chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world and he died for all of those and and um, and he didn't cast them behind his back. We we, but when we talk about casting God behind our back, we do we do that this every time we miss church when we could have been in church. You're casting God behind your back. You you make decisions and, and, and you're not you're not going to keep it. And you know we we think that, and I know I've, I've heard people say many times that well you know uh, God won't care God God doesn't it doesn't matter I've had people tell me you know that I'll tell them that I'm not going to do something and and uh, I, I remember one fella called me up one time wanted me to go drink a beer with him he did it he did it as a he, he did it as a trying to I, I guess he was trying to 
try me himself. And uh, he wanted me to go and meet him at, at this uh, place. This has been years ago. It's been that's when, I, when I was still in Kentucky. He, uh, he wanted me to go with him, and he, he said, a beer won't hurt you. He said, God won't care if you drank a beer. He said, a beer won't hurt you. He said, I've, I've seen you drink too many of them, and they'll not bother you. And he said, one beer is not going to hurt you. I said, yes, it will. He said, well, how would it hurt you? I said, my testimony. I said, it kills my testimony. I said, you think about it sometime. When, uh, when I was, uh, you think about sometime that the people who see you, you know, when you go and do something like that, the people who see you, and, and, and I learned that lesson after I've come to Georgia. I've told this before, but I'm going to tell it again. Uh, I was in Jacksonville, Florida, and I could have done whatever I wanted to do. I could have, I, I spent two nights down there, and I could have done what I wanted to do. Well, I was getting ready to come home, and, uh, and I stopped at a service station, I mean a big gas place down there. I had 10 or 15 pumps, and I was putting gas in my vehicle, about this time, this little girl come running across the parking lot, and she grabbed me around the neck. She said, uh, Brother Jackson, she said, I saw you and Brother Kendall, Brother Brantley, she called him Dr. Brantley. She said, I saw you and Dr. Brantley eating at Shoney's the other night. And uh, I thought to myself, now, what if that little girl seen me doing something besides pumping gas? You, you just you just never know. You never know. You think you're going to get by, but you're not going to get by. There's always something there that some reason why that people do some of the things they do. And, uh, and but we, we, we're thankful that God is casting the sinner behind his back. That's what he's done with us. He's cast a sinner. This is part of the good king of Hezekiah's recovery from an illness that was going to kill him. He praised God for his delivery out of the illness. He confessed his sins. This is what he's speaking of in the book of Isaiah. He confessed his sins, and it was then that God took the illness away from him and even gave him more days. This is exactly what he does for us when he casts a sinner's sins behind his back. That's exactly what he's doing for us. Behind his back, you know, as I said before, you know, they teach you in military, you know, you always have somebody behind your back. And when I took... Uh, uh, some special ops uh, when, when they sent me to that uh, jungle combat in the jungle school I don't I don't even remember what, remember what it's called now brother Sam but anyway uh, they sent me to that school 
And that's one of the things that they taught me for to, to teach others in combat, and that is that that you that you have always have somebody behind your back. And uh, and, and I, I tell you, I, some way, somehow, I got shrapnel in my neck. Something went off somewhere, sometime, someplace. And uh, and the guy that was behind me, he said, Jackson, he said, your shirt is bloody. And I said, it is. And I put my hand back here like this, and I rubbed my back. And when I took my hand down, it was bloody. And uh, I didn't realize what it was, and I just let it go. And uh, after I got out of the military, my neck swelled up. And uh, that's when I was pastoring in Cynthiana. My neck swelled up, and I went to a doctor over there. And he took an x-ray of my neck, and he said, you've got some kind of metal or something in your neck. He said, you got to get that out. He said, it's causing your neck to swell and so he he told me he said uh, I'm going to go ahead and take it out here in my office and he gave me a roll of uh, of gauze and he said put this in your mouth and uh, he said he said this is going to hurt and so he cut that he cut that open back there drained it and then he reached down in there and when he reached down in there the shrapnel was deeper than he thought it was. And he told me, he said, now, you better hold on because he said, I'm going to have to go a little deeper. When he went a little deeper, I passed out. And uh, I passed out right there in his office. And uh, Rhonda says, I like to pass out. Well, I got to pass out in there. And, uh, but anyway, at any rate, when I woke up, somebody was putting some stuff under my nose, some kind of smell and stuff under my nose. And I came to, and he said, uh, we got that shrapnel out. He said, you had a big piece of shrapnel in your neck. And, uh, but at any rate, uh, uh, this is something that, why, why that you, God's behind your back. He's watching out for you. He put all your sins behind his back, and now he's watching out for you. He's watching out for me. He's always watching out for us. Make no difference where we are. You know, it's uh, I've, I've got I've I've come to the point in my driving that if I take my eyes off of the road for one second, I'm all the way over in the other lane. And uh, that's the reason I'm afraid to drive by myself anywhere. It's because uh, if I take my mind off my driving for one second, I'm over in somebody else's lane and uh, trying to uh, gonna hit somebody head on. But uh, that's that's what that's why God has put our sins behind His back. That's why Jesus is the intercessor for us. Is He's watching out for us. He watches out for us every day. And it's sad, it's sad, but a lot of us are like Jeroboam, 
And also, like Jeroboam, we, we try to watch out for ourselves without the help of God. We try to do things on our own. Without the help of God, we, we don't seek God's counsel in nothing we do. And it's a sad thing. It's a sad thing that we would do something like that, that we would uh, seek God's counsel without, uh, without uh, we, we wouldn't seek God's counsel when we go to do something. You know, I, I, I believe we're, <coughs> I don't know what people, what people are doing, but I can say this, that whatever you do, you need to seek God's counsel in it. I don't care what it is. You truck drivers, I don't care what it is, what you're doing. I don't care what you, where you're working, how well you know your job. You need to seek God's counsel in whatever you're doing. You need to be, need to be sure. Don't leave God out. Don't leave God out of nothing. And, uh, and, and stay seeking. This is, this is a direct warning for all of us today. Warning for all of us today. If we receive our due, then God would treat us as we have treated him. Oh, that's sad. You know, if, if, we, if we got what we were, what, what was due us, then God would treat us just exactly the way we treat him. But he doesn't do that. Jeroboam tried that. Jeroboam went and sought counsel without, in, in, without God being a part of it. And as a result of it, his son got a terrible disease and died. And as a result of the son that was named uh, Jebihu, and, and, and the name which meant God is with him, that God is my father, and, and God, is, God is the one that's with us. He, he even named his son after that. And, and, but then he, he went, and when he got ready to make a decision, he made it without God, and Jeroboam uh, was 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 chastised for what he did, and, and we I, I don't know <clears throat> we just up and do whatever we want to do. We, we don't go to God and ask Him counsel. I even find myself not doing it. I don't do it anymore, but I found myself over the years <clears throat> making my own decisions without asking God first if it's okay if I make that decision I prayed about something this week you know we uh, we haven't had family day but but I learned today after I came to church after I sought God and came to church I realized that what I what I was thinking about doing was all wrong I was thinking about having the Lord ha having not the Lord's Supper we we're going to have Lord's Supper last Sunday of this month. But uh, I was thinking about having family day next Sunday. Now I'm learning that a lot of our people are not going to be here. So, but, but I sought God's, I sought God's uh, on this. I don't have to ask anybody. I know now that we, we, we can't have it. And so thereby, uh, this is one of those things that, that, that you have to seek God on. You have to seek God before you make these decisions. And uh, I've always tried to seek God on every decision I've ever made. 
as a pastor, and it's worked out pretty good. It's worked out real good for me over the years in that. <clears throat> but it's a, it's a warning to us today. If we, if we receive our due or due us, then God would treat us as we have treated him. But he doesn't do that. We, 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 God doesn't treat us like that. God still blesses us. He'll bless you. He'll bless you if you don't seek his counsel. He'll bless you, but you don't know what he's got planned. You know what God's got planned. God, I, I, can't, I can't begin to understand it. I don't understand it all, but I do know. Brother Ed Fountain and I used to discuss this all the time, that God, whatever, whatever it is <clears throat> that God is doing, God planned and purposed it before the world ever began. He planned and purposed it. And uh, why, why do we do things that, uh, why do things happen to us when we don't realize what's happening to us? God already planned and, and purposed it in our life. Whatever happens to us, I can't, I can't complain about this illness, even though I'm better. I'm thankful for that. <clears throat> I'm much better. My throat ever gets straightened out. And, uh, but uh, this is one of those things that you just got to trust the Lord for. You got to trust the Lord for these things. And whatever you're doing in your life, you got to trust the Lord. Jesus suffered on the tree of Calvary in our stead. Now, why would God, the way we treat God sometimes, why would he send his only begotten son to die for in our stead after we treat God the way we do? Why would, why would God say, your sins are, are, I've got your sins hid because they're at my back and I can't see them? I can't see them because your sins are at my back. I can't see your sins. I can't see, I can't see what's happening. But he's got a watchman out watching for us. That's the intercessor, Lord Jesus Christ. He's watching for every one of us. He sees what we're doing. He knows what we're doing. We may think we're getting by with it, but we're not. There are going to be things that's going to happen. Things are going to happen to us, and I believe that with all my heart. It, it was there that God the Father cast his beloved son behind his back. But hallelujah, thank God he did. Thank God that he cast his only begotten son. I never could understand that. I, I, I just it, it took me years <clears throat> to understand it. I knew it. I knew that God had sent his only begotten son to die for me, but I never could un I never could understand it until after years of studying and years of preaching, I began to understand why God does something like that, why God sent his only begotten son. Isaiah 53 has always been a passage there that, that, I, that I, I've never understood. Why that it, 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 God, God got joy out of seeing his son suffer. Why? Why, why, why would he get, that's what Isaiah 53 said, it gave, Isaiah 53, let me, let me turn over there, I'm right here in Isaiah, 
Isaiah, the 53rd chapter. He says, Isaiah 53, in the, in the 10th verse of Isaiah 53, he said, Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. <clears throat> I never could understand that. I said, why would anybody, I loved my girls. I didn't have any boys. I got a few of them now. But, uh, but I loved my girls, and I said, would it please me to see one of them bruised? Absolutely not. It sure would not. I said, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. He gave his only begotten son for sin. He gave it for sin in you, for sin in me. How terrible sin. Why would God do something like that? I tell you, I believe that today. I believe it. He says, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see of the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. There it is. There it is. He, he took every one of our sins to Calvary. Calvary's tree. I don't mind people saying Calvary's cross, but he took it to Calvary's tree. There is where he offered up, offered up his, his only begotten son. But that pleased him to do that. It pleased God to be able to do that. Do you understand it? I don't understand. Maybe someday we'll understand all of it. Maybe someday when we get when we get to heaven, there's a lot there that you know we're going to be taught from the time we enter heaven until all eternity. We're going to learn. More and more of him. The Bible says itself says, if everything was taught of the Lord Jesus Christ, then there wouldn't be enough space on this earth to hold the books. To hold all the books that would, could be written about him. I don't understand that either. But I'm going to tell you, uh, God did that. He, he took the sinner and he put his sins behind his back to where he can't see them. He covered them with the blood of his only beloved son. And I'm thankful today that my sins are at his back. I'm thankful today that, that I, I don't put him... Jesus Christ at my back. I, I try to, I try to keep him in every, everything I do. I keep God. Try to keep God in him. I know there's things people do they don't want God in. They don't want God to know that they're doing it. But thank God he, 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 he does it. God the Father casts his beloved Son. Behind his back. And I say hallelujah. God will not see our sins. Again as against us. 
never see them as against us. You're not going to stand before God someday and be and, and be uh, totally uh, sent to hell just because you've committed a sin. You know, we we're sinners. We're born sinners. We live sinners. We're sinners ever since. And, and I, I expect people. <coughs> I expect people to do things wrong. I don't. I don't take the. I don't take it like I used to. I used to call people out. I don't do that anymore. I don't do that anymore. I don't call people out anymore. I let God do that. Let God call them out. And he does. And he does that. He calls them out. And I want to tell you folks, when God visits you, you'll be visited. I told Stephanie earlier, I went up to her house one day this week to see her. I, I had a, I heard a dog inside there. I didn't want to go in. After I heard that big dog, I thought, well, that dog leaped me up. But I didn't get, I didn't get to see her because I couldn't get nobody to come to the door. But at any rate, I'm thankful that God put my sins behind His back. I'm thankful that God hadn't let me be like Jeroboam who lost his firstborn son because of his own sin. Plenty, there's plenty of verses in the Bible in Exodus that talks about the sins of the father being put up on the third and fourth generation. That's something else to think about, folks. <coughs> sins <coughs> excuse me your sins are going to be just like what you what you lived what you said if you've seen other people who've got by with it you're going to try to get by with it yourself you try to get by with it all right let's be dismissed at this time that's all I have some of you are saying well I'm thankful that's all you have, but uh, that's all I have.